0: Hey, welcome back to the uh, Steven Sally Sully study. As I mentioned on previous podcast um, episodes, this podcast is all about my take on being a success. Um, I have read books, listened to podcasts, been around mentors and the right people in my life. I've made some success. I've made some um, fuck ups along the way. And I feel like I could uh, give this back to an audience and give them value they can avoid the mistakes I made and uh, maybe take the things that I've done successfully and just make them them their own and maybe do it a little bit better so you can get better results. Um, So this podcast is all about um, small insight to property. I believe part of uh, being a a, a success, when I've analysed and looked at very, very successful people over the years... um, most of them have a uh property portfolio um i f- I find that when i uh, jump onto the internet and look up the uh, rich list uh, people on Forbes or whatever um a core part of their wealth is coming from from property so I wanted to list a couple of benefits of having property in your portfolio or at least thinking about investing into property over the next coming years um whether you're a business owner right now, whether you're just starting off in your career, you've got a job, it doesn't really matter about your position. If you've got a goal to dedicate part of your wage, your earnings, maybe 10%, 20%, whatever it may be, into property, I think that's a really, really good place to start. Um, you don't have to um, uh, you know, overcommit yourself straight away. You can start very, very small baby steps so you can learn it, understand it, Uh, That's exactly what I did. I'm only uh, a few properties into my journey, but I'm uh, already seeing the benefits of it. And and there's a couple other things that people may not realize with property, uh, which I wanted to highlight right now. Just before I go on, there's there's two books I definitely recommend um, if you're going to get started in the entrepreneur, um, uh, self-made property sector, um, which are number one, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, there, there's actually two books there which I recommend from, from the same author, Rich Dad, Poor Dad 1 and Rich Dad, Poor Dad 2. It's written by a guy called Robert Kiyosaki who made a lot of money through property. Um, this also gives you a great understanding, understanding about the mindset of an um, employed person, a self-employed person, a business owner or an investor. Each of them have their pros, each of them have their cons. Uh, none of them, I would say, are are... are are, let's say, better. And the reason why I hesitated there is because if you are in a high-flying job and you work for a bank and you're making £5 million a year and then bonuses on top, that might be suiting your strategy and there might not be any need to move. But then there's other people that can't stand working for an organisation or somebody so they become an investor or they become a business person. Again... They all have ups, they all have downs, and what the Rich Dad, Poor Dad 1 and 2 and Robert Kiyosaki shares with you is the psychology, the mindset of these people, and obviously the, some of the advantages that you may want, want to adopt. The second one is written by um, the two co-founders of Progressive Property. Their um, their their program is, um, has definitely supported me and my, my partner in regards to building a property portfolio and also networking in property. Uh, Their book is called Property Secrets, written by Mark Homer and also Rob Moore. Definitely two books or three books you should definitely pick up, invest into. Again, I know this sounds a bit cliche, but the best investment you can make in life is into yourself. You pay yourself the best um, interest, as Rob Moore says. And definitely these books, if you're a beginner, um, definitely, definitely 100%, you must buy them, must invest into it. uh, Someone, when I first started sales, when I was like 19 or 20 years of age, um, said to me, don't borrow a book from people, buy them yourself. Because the moment you borrow them, you're not going to value them as much and you probably won't read them. But when you commit your own money, even if it's, you know, even if it's a small amount of money, because you, you emotionally worked really, really hard for that money. There might have been days where you don't feel like going to work, but you have that, that money that, that you have now in your bank account you're going to value. So when you put it into a book, you're going to value that book and you're going to make sure that you're going to read it. Also, with with reading, make sure you highlight certain key points, go over it, keep on reading it a couple of times so it really sinks in. If you don't understand some of the things in there, you must make sure that you speak to someone because um, I've done it before where I've bought a book or listened to a podcast. I've not really understood what the person... Um, has said or or gone on about and um, uh, you know it's only it's taking a couple years later for it to really sink in so I I personally believe you need to highlight certain things that you don't understand and go and find out what they mean so starting from the top um, why invest into property number one over the last 10, 20, 30, 40 years if you look in history um, property has really been a, a strong area for your money certainly in the UK I can't talk about other uh, countries, because I'm, you know, I don't haven't studied uh, other countries. I know in America it's, you know, it's booming in certain states. I know uh, Grant Cardone, who's also a multi-millionaire, who's very, very successful in property and also on social media. He uh, swears by property in America. Definitely in the UK, we're a very small island, and the population is always growing. I believe we've got over 70 million people here. There's not enough homes. There's a shortage of homes, and therefore property has always been kind of a a safe place to put your money. So number one, it's fairly safe if you uh, look at the local area that you're a part of and see the demand and providing that, you know, uh, the demand there and there isn't so much supply, you could almost bet that it's going to be a safe place to put your money. The second thing is about the income, but also capital growth. Now, the good thing about property is it doesn't just give you capital growth over the 10, 20, 30 years. There are exceptions to this again. So not everything I'm saying is completely bulletproof. There's no guarantees. Uh, Bearing in mind, no investment is a guarantee. It's the assumption of risk to generate a profit. But when you're looking at property in certain areas, it's a calculated decision rather than a complete gamble. Um, You're not betting on some kind of unknown horse or a jockey to win a race you're you you are putting your money into something that over the last 10 20 30 years majority of the time has gone up in value so capital growth and then you get your income um now i'm I'm involved with an art company a company called woodbury house we put on uh, many different events and there's two sides to art you've got um the art that you enjoy, you collect, you decorate your home or your business um, office, um, but then you've also got the uh, investment uh, side to it, where if you buy a piece of art from a recognized artist or a blue chip blue chip artist, it does go up in value um, over the 5, 10, 15 years. I'm not going to get into it straight away uh, right now because I'm going to leave that for another podcast, but... Um, the downside to art you don't really get an income from it i know people right now are setting up funds for art where you might be able to get an income or maybe loan out the art where you can get rent but really truly speaking when we're talking about art the only way you can really make money is when you you uh you, you buy it and sell it for a, for a, for a premium for a profit the good thing about property again you get the benefit of the uh, upturn of of a market so you've got the capital growth but then you get the income one property, two property, three or four probably won't change your life in regards to financially. But if you keep on reinvesting that money, keep on buying more, getting very, very familiar with a local area, um, and supporting local authorities with their, let's say, their demands or their targets by, you know, um, buying certain property and supplying uh, you know, rooms or, or houses to families in the area, um, you can make a good financial gain. So the next point. Um, is the uh, the feel-good factor because when you're supplying good quality rooms, good quality homes for families, you know what? Uh, putting the money to one side, it makes you feel really, really good. Um, you're supporting, like I said, the local community. You're supporting families. You're supporting professionals. And I'll tell you what, it's a good thing for your own brand to be recognized for. Um When someone speaks your name, if you become fairly big in the property sector, they can always say, do you know what? That person provides quality rooms, quality homes. They're a decent person and they're supporting the local area, which is a good thing. The next thing is uh, the people that you meet and the network that you grow in property. Now, I didn't realize this. When I first started in property about 10 years ago, I kind of become a... um, uh, 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 a landlord by accident almost. Um, I bought property because my mum and dad kept on saying to me, look, you should put your money into property. And I didn't really understand it. I just thought you bought a home or a house, put someone in there, and then that was kind of it. And generally speaking, yes, that is true if you're doing single lets. But then I, I, as, as time went on, I started realising from the people that I was meeting and the network I was around, there's different strategies. They also say, even though this sounds a bit, bit cliché, your net uh, worth is determined by your network and again i didn't really understand that when i was younger i'm 32 years of age now so now i'm a little bit more mature and i've got a bit more experience uh in business and in property i'm really really starting to starting to understand that you know your your network is definitely gonna influence your net worth and it's it's basically some of the advice some of the Uh, wisdom that these people can give you. I met so many people uh, who have told me little nuggets of information, golden nuggets or sound bites, which doesn't sound like a lot, but then when you implement it into your business or your property strategy, it can really save you a lot of money and every pound saved is like a pound made in my opinion. Or more importantly, um, it allows you to make a lot more money over the long term by giving value back to people. So the people that you're meeting are phenomenal that they're, they're most of them are like you in regards to driven they're hungry they they want to make a change they want to give value to to a community they of course want to make money they want to make it a safe a safe environment and they like to socialize with like-minded people so it's really really important that you get around these like-minded uh, networks um for me, I live on the in the suburbs of London and I work in London in Soho. So there's plenty of opportunity out there for me to go to property networking events. Even tomorrow night on Wednesday, uh, there's something called the Baker Street Property Meet. And I've got to say this is one of the best property uh, networking events I've gone to. There's, of course, the Progressive Property Ones, which are based in Knightsbridge. There's Mayfair. There's King's Cross. There's Waterloo. They're called PPNs. And there's also another one called the PIM Meetings. There's one I've been to in Croydon. In East Croydon, there's a couple others around the country. I would just definitely recommend you go to these. The next benefit is the different strategies that you're going to come across in property. I just thought when I was getting into property for the first time, it was just single lets. I was completely mistaken. I discovered a strategy which I've grabbed with both hands recently, which is called HMOs or shared accommodation or multi-lets. Loads of different sayings with it. HMO stands for house of multiple occupancy. Basically, finding the property and then dividing it up into rooms. I've just currently finished a four-bedroom HMO, which, strictly speaking, isn't a true HMO because it's not licensed because it's below the threshold. However, I followed every single procedure that a, a licensed HMO uh, would go through. I even invited the HMO officer down from Medway, a guy called Paul, which was re- he was really supportive, very knowledgeable, very, very wise, super nice guy and uh, gave me some uh, some advice and some tips here and now. Um, HMOs are great because, again, it gives me a lot of fulfillment. I'm giving uh, professionals, which are my demographic, um, great rooms. Uh, they've all got on suites. They're very, very high quality. And the benefit of that is I attract better quality tenants who want to stay there longer. I can um, uh, charge a bit more rent than a typical uh, let or rent in that particular area. I can charge a little bit more, which is great. Um, and. Yeah, basically, I just get a better, better quality, quality tenant, and and therefore the whole community of that property is, is better. So you've got single lets, you've got HMOs, then you've got things like commercial or commercial conversions where you can convert a commercial unit from a pub uh, or even a, an office into residential apartments, HMOs or single lets. You've got rent to rent. I mean, you've got many different strategies in property. So uh, over the course of your journey, you may want to start on single lets because it's fairly easy to understand. Then you convert over to HMOs and then you can move up to the bigger stuff later on. You could buy land, get planning permission on it, develop on it. I mean, There's so much stuff that you can learn, you can get to know, you can make money from, you can give people value from. I mean, it's a real, real exciting thing. Plus also what I'm going through at the moment is investment from investors and also joint venture opportunities where I will partner up with a person or an organization where we can go into property 50, 50, or we can work something out where we can buy lots more property and, um, you know, really scale up the business. Um, so I definitely recommend if you're a self-made entrepreneur, business person, self-driven, or even if you, 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 you're you not all those things, but you want to put your money in a safe area, I definitely recommend property is definitely a really good area. There are other great areas for your money. Art is definitely one of them. I know collectibles have, have been great, fine wine, for example. But then you've got your typical areas like stocks, commodities. Um, I know a lot of people right now are investing into currency, especially Bitcoin. I'm not an expert in any really any of these areas, but I've taken a real um, real uh, passion into property simply because, as well, I believe that regardless whether there is a recession, a downturn, whether things are going really well in the economy, interest rates go up or down or whatever, I believe that people are always going to demand and always going to need property. They really are. Uh, if the whole world ended again, if God forbid that ever happens, touch wood, it never does. But let's consider it right now for the benefit of this podcast. If the world started again, what is the first things they would need? And it's it's definitely property. Everyone needs a roof over their head. So I definitely think that you can get a lot of value. You can feel really, really good about putting your money there. You can get safety, growth. The people that you're going to meet, you're going to expand your network. There's so many benefits to it. And there's so many really good books out there. The entrepreneurial book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, one and two definitely supported me uh, through my education. And it's really, really good uh, book to get your mindset in check. And then Property Secrets by Rob Moore and also Mark Homer. Definitely, definitely, definitely a really, really good uh, uh, place to put your money in regards to uh, investing into some sort of personal development. And on that note, when I first started my, my, uh, let's say not first started my journey, but when I uh revived my journey because I took you know a few years out of property for the simple fact that you know I didn't really understand it. Um it wasn't something I was really passionate about because I didn't know what I didn't know. Um you know I, I wasn't really getting educated on the other uh strategies and I didn't have a mentor. In a couple of years ago I was on my friend's yacht who's massive into care homes and he's absolutely massive into property. Um I believe he's got either the biggest private care homes in the country. Uh, don't quote me on that, but I believe he has. I mean, he's got every toy that you can imagine, and he, most importantly, he's a super humble, really, really nice guy. I was on his yacht, and he just said said to me one day when I was on there soaking up the sun in my bow, he said to me, "Steve, why don't you just copy what I've done?" And it was a very, very simple thing that he said there, but it was like an epiphany. It was like a moment where a light bulb was turned on, and I was thinking, do "You know what? He's absolutely right." So for a few months I read books, I was looking at different courses and I found the course uh, which was run by a company called Legacy. And even I got a lot of value from it. There wasn't the synergy uh, for me and the people running it that I felt that, you know what, I want to be with these people long-term. Then one person down my gym a guy called uh, chris davis who's uh, got his own brand called dream fitness he was training me one day and he said look if you're going to go into property why don't you listen to this guy's uh, podcast a guy called rob moore the destructive entrepreneur because he's made a lot of money and a lot of success and a big network from property he's got a company called progressive property why don't you have a look at that so i went on the first course which is called Misopi, multiple streams sorry oh. multiple streams of property income i believe it stands for that was a free course for three days, I believe. And then I signed up to a mentorship, which a guy called um, Jamie uh, Medill and also his business partner, Steve Mitchell, who's both been fantastic. They are specialists in HMOs. They mentor me every single month. So I go back to Progressive Property and Peter and they give me some advice and tips and some, some some suggestions. Um, if I've got any issues or any problems, they they got a wealth of you know, understanding about the things I'm going through at the moment, and also with my fiance, my business partner. Um, I also signed up to a commercial conversion course, which really gets me excited. But it's not something I've really tackled right now. And then also a masterclass, which is a bit more in depth, a deep dive kind of course into different strategies I- into into property. Um, again, if you want to look up any of the rich people. Even people that you don't consider part of property, Mark Zuckerberg who owns Facebook or Bill Gates or Warren Buffett, you will find a lot of them behind the scenes, even though they don't advertise it, I've got a massive property portfolio. Uh, Again, I, I look at it like the spine to the human body. Without that spine, it just completely crumbles the body. You need that spine to to to, to support you. It's the backbone of your whole entire portfolio. So I'm not, not saying that you can't go into other areas because quite clearly there are so many people out there making money from other strategies, from other, other investment products and portfolios. But I do feel that property long-term is always going to give you that income and cap- capital growth if you have a 10, 20, 30-year vision. So that's my podcast, uh, Property Benefits. Um, Definitely recommend you uh, have a look at it. I'm currently looking for joint venture partners, uh, investment partners to the gold mine area, which as you can see in the background uh, is a map of the Medway area, which are targeted Chatham, Rochester, Strood and Gillingham. Um I think that that area is booming right now for opportunity and I've had some success in that area. I've got a good network in that area right now. So I would definitely recommend if you want to, Um, look at some opportunities, reach out to me. You can find me on my Instagram on sully.steven. I've got my own website. Obviously this podcast, um, I'm based in London. There's a couple of companies I'm a part of, which is Woodbury House, which is based in Soho. um, And also we have a Dubai branch. Um, And also Tungsten Management Group, which is also uh, my property uh, company. So, that's my podcast for today. Thank you for subscribing. If you know anybody that would benefit from this, it's my take on success. Please recommend this podcast, Stephen Sally Study. And remember be happy, but never content. Thank you.